Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, welcome to episode 205 of French Your Way podcast, episode 205. I was thinking of um, if you are on a holiday, like a Christmas holiday, giving you a little exercise, which is the dictation. So the third dictation uh, uh, published on this uh, this podcast in order to make you, um, to give you a little bit of uh, uh, holiday homework and uh, thinking. So the dictation called dicté in French, uh, is the French exercise by excellence. It's very academic. Not every language has dictation, I think, because in some languages you just write uh, as you pronounce, so spelling rules are uh, much easier. But you know all the subtleties of French language, whether it's uh, letters combinations to form uh, that form a specific sound, or um, grammatical rules with a conjugation like verb endings, uh, which you will not always uh, hear, but you need to know uh, based on who uh, the subject or what the subject of your sentence is, um, what the conjugation ending uh, needs to be. You also uh, need to think about the rules of agreements, so masculine and feminine singular or plural for adjectives and for, for past participles, for example. So it's very rich exercise because uh, putting like uh, putting what you hear in writing shows your understanding of uh, what you've heard and your handling of all these uh, grammatical concepts. So uh, put yourself to the test. Uh, I'm going to read you uh, the text of the dictation, which you can find in the show notes, but don't cheat and don't read it before you've uh, tried to do it and um, write the dictation. In the next episode, as always, uh, when I uh, do this exercise with you, I will come back on some uh, like oh, words of the dictation and uh, comment on uh, the the way they should be spelled. I will uh, refresh some. I will brush up some uh, grammatical rules and some spelling rules as well. Uh, before you check your text and uh, go into the show notes, show notes to uh, check them, it is essential to proofread your text several times after you've written it. Um, I have a free proofreading checklist which you can uh, download or print. Uh, I included the uh, link in the show notes and uh, do use it for every type of um dictation or essay writing or anything that you uh, you write in French, you would find it very useful and it will create good habits uh, for you. All right. So a few punctuation signs that you need to know for um, this dictée. Uh, I'll start with the English first, because if you've done this dictation with me, you may remember how you say them. How would you say a comma? A comma is une virgule. Virgule. A full stop, period or full stop, is un point, or just point. And a colon, colon is actually two dots or two full stops, two periods. It's deux points, deux points. 
Voilà. So today's text I selected uh, from uh, Les Lettres de Mon Moulin, uh, Letters from My Windmill. This is a, a classic piece of literature. It's a collection of short stories by uh, Alphonse Daudet, uh, who was born in the south uh, of France. And uh, this was pu first published in uh, 1869. How do you say 1869 in French? 1869 or 1869 as well. Okay, so first listen and then I will repeat uh, more slowly for you to write down. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, the story is Mr. Seguin's uh, goat and it is the story of um, a little goat who wants freedom and so escapes from, uh, like, um, so um, uh, set herself loose from uh, the rope that was tying her in the meadow and uh, goes into the mountain uh, to, like, feed on the grass and just uh, dance and play. Um, but uh, the wolf lives in the mountain and um, they meet and they... Uh, They fight all night long. And this little goat is very, very brave and is, uh, yeah, fighting fiercely for her life. But, uh, she dies in the morning. So, um, this is about the price of wanting to live free. Voilà. So that was the context of the story. It's a very famous short story. Écoute un peu l'histoire de la chèvre de Monsieur Séguin. Tu verras ce que l'on gagne à vouloir vivre libre. Monsieur Séguin n'avait jamais eu de bonheur avec ses chèvres. Il les perdait toutes de la même façon. Un beau matin, elles cassaient leurs cordes, s'en allaient dans la montagne, et là-haut, le loup les mangeait. Ni les caresses de leur maître, ni la peur du loup, rien ne les retenait. C'était, paraît-il, des chèvres indépendantes, voulant à tout prix le grand air et la liberté. All right, so this text is slightly longer than uh, the first two dictations. Écoute un peu l'histoire, écoute un peu l'histoire de la chèvre, écoute un peu l'histoire de la chèvre de Monsieur Séguin. So, monsieur, you just write uh, M avec un point. M point. Séguin, ça s'écrit S-E accent aigu. G-U-I-N. S-E accent aigu. G-U-I-N. Écoute un peu l'histoire de la chef de monsieur Séguin. Point. Tu verras. Tu verras. Tu verras. Ce que l'on gagne, tu verras ce que l'on gagne à vouloir vivre libre. À vouloir vivre libre. Point. Monsieur Séguin, Monsieur Séguin n'avait jamais, Monsieur Séguin n'avait jamais eu de bonheur. Monsieur Séguin n'avait jamais eu de bonheur 
avec ses chèvres. Avec ses chèvres. Monsieur Séguin n'avait jamais eu de bonheur avec ses chèvres. Point. Il les perdait toutes. Il les perdait toutes de la même façon. De la même façon. Deux points. Il les perdait toutes de la même façon. Deux points. Un beau matin. Un beau matin. Virgule. Elle cassait leurs cordes. Elle cassait leurs cordes. Cord is the rope. Elle cassait leurs cordes. Virgule. S'en allait dans la montagne. S'en allait dans la montagne. Virgule. Et là-haut. Et là-haut. Le loup. Le loup is the wolf. Et là-haut, le loup les mangeait. Et là-haut, le loup les mangeait. Point. Donc, un beau matin, virgule, elle cassait leurs cordes, virgule, s'en allait dans la montagne, virgule, et là-haut, le loup les mangeait. Point. Ni les caresses de leur maître, ni les caresses ni les caresses de leur maître ni les caresses de leur maître virgule ni la peur du loup ni la peur du loup virgule rien ne les retenait rien ne les retenait C'était, c'était, virgule, paraît-il, paraît-il, virgule, des chèvres indépendantes. C'était, virgule, paraît-il, virgule, des chèvres indépendantes, virgule, voulant à tout prix, voulant à tout prix, Voulant à tout prix, le grand air, le grand air et la liberté. Le grand air et la liberté, point. Ok, écoutez une dernière fois, listenez last time. Écoute un peu l'histoire de la chèvre de Monsieur Séguin, point. Tu verras ce que l'on gagne à vouloir vivre libre, point. Monsieur Séguin n'avait jamais eu de bonheur avec ses chèvres. Point. Il les perdait toutes de la même façon. Deux points. Un beau matin, virgule, elle cassait leurs cordes, virgule, s'en allait dans la montagne, virgule, et là-haut, le loup les mangeait. Point. Ni les caresses de leur maître, virgule, ni la peur du loup, virgule, Rien ne les retenait. Point. C'était, virgule, paraît-il, virgule, des chèvres indépendantes, virgule, voulant à tout prix le grand air et la liberté. Point. So, 
I don't know whether you know, you've noticed or not, when I uh, was speaking slowly and detaching my words, uh, it was giving you for uh, some um, parts of the sentence, um, how does it, like a clue, or uh, when I was reading it full speed, uh, it was a little bit different because then, um, because I didn't have to stop between the groups, uh, the words or groups of words, uh, I would make liaisons that you would not have heard when I was detaching my words. So there, there's um, important clue, there are important clues there as well. Right, read your text Read it again, read it again, correct your mistakes, check the show notes, and uh, in the next episode, I'll comment on some aspects of the dictation. Stay tuned!